0: Eternal MMA flyweight champion, the number one flyweight in Australia. Shannon Ross, what's going down, man? How are you, man? How's things? Good, man. Good. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, man. We haven't talked in like a year. It flew by so fast. Yeah.
1: So the the year went pretty quick. It's um stuck back around to March. I'm ready to go again. Um, sort of had a bit of a quiet year last year with fighting and hoping to get what I could get done, but. In saying that, I had a busy year with family and a new baby and a new house and yeah, so I still still been busy, still training, still, but now it's time to get back in there.
0: The new baby, you know, how's that going? And and the new house and lots of things going on in your life outside of fighting. It keeps your mind sharp, right?
1: oh Oh, one hundred percent. The baby is awesome. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. being a parent is one of the best things in the world. Um, now i've got i've got a little boy and a little girl now so it's like it's pretty pretty surreal to see the differences in the two of them um yeah work training it's good to be able to disengage from each and the other and fully be present in each and each one when you're there
0: you said that you know you spent some time doing that but also you're looking for opportunities could you go into detail on that like what kind of opportunities you were looking for
1: um I was hoping to have another fight by the end of the year, so we looked. We looked at Eternal, and we we did look up, look to go to bantamweight at the end of the year there for the November card for Melbourne before they had the UFC. Um, sort of that just fell fell apart, and then I was hoping to get a flyweight fight right at the end of the year, but that didn't happen either. So we're we're back here to the to the first show on the Gold Coast, and yeah, so other than that i was obviously trying to get to the ufc and get to the the main goal and try to hit that hit that goal but it's just obviously not happening yet obviously just need to keep chipping away in the local circuit and keep beating the guys that come through and then wait till we get our shot
0: yeah you are the the man out there man you're the you're the guy that everybody's chasing right now and uh trying to take your spot and uh, yeah. and I guess that's gonna prepare you for the UFC when you you know when you do get there, is yeah. that that attention you know that that placement of you know like having something that everybody else wants and that's gonna be to your advantage.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Like obviously for for a while now there's been this little target on my back and mm-hmm. people want to come and try to try to take my spot. So every fight, the last few fights anyway, the guys have all been rank below me so in the long scheme of things it doesn't really help me when i beat them because i'm still i'm still above them but it helps them a lot if they win mm-hmm. so for me to prepare it still has to, i still look at it as like the hardest fight that i'm going to have to the to, to the day so i still prepare 100 percent i still focus on everything i still get everything right i still i'm still 100 percent in there's no shortcuts just because i'm up here so that, that keeps me hungry and driven. And knowing these guys want to come in and try to take my spot, it, it sort of it lights that fire. Um, yeah, so it, it keeps me prepared pretty well.
0: You know, a year is a long time. And like you said, you kept training. Um, did you decide to work on particular parts of your game more than others? Or did you just continue your regular routine of just grinding it out?
1: Um, yeah, we focused on a few few little different aspects, um, just to just to bring my overall game up to a higher level. Um, obviously, I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty well rounded everywhere as it is, but we've just we've tweaked a few little spots and uh, made some little adjustments where I think I needed to, and then make me more competitive. So it'll be cool to see come around March when I fight to see how these differences um come into effect when we fight.
0: Have you been working with anybody new? Uh, in that time
1: um I've started work I've started training at a new team combat training center on the coast yeah. okay. um, I still love all my team down at puma I just wanted to just to go go somewhere and refresh and revigorate and get that um, I was feeling a little bit stagnant where I was so now I'm here and I'm getting I'm getting coached by um, Steve and Elliot Compton obviously Elliot's a world-class Muay Thai fighter, and he's, he fights on 1FC. He's got a big fight coming up. It hasn't been announced yet, and I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> um, so that's cool. Elliot's a brown belt. Steve's a black belt. And I've also been like working super, super close with one of my good mates, James Sajjensen. He's a BJJ black belt as well. So we've been just trying to tweak all these little areas, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, the stand-up, the clinch, and really trying to make a, a a good change in my overall game to make me more competitive everywhere
0: so so the compton elliot compton they they're they're the coaches for the combat training center i didn't know that that's something new yeah
1: um elliot and steve steve's his dad so they're um they're the the head striking coaches down there so they come down three nights a week Mm -hmm. um and yeah we've been put put in a lot of work so it's it's going to be cool to cool to see how that showcases on the on the night much
0: how long have you known about this fight have you have you known about this fight for a very long time and you've been in camp for a long time or did it did camp not even really matter it's just like you've been training for so long that you're just ready to go
1: um i they were asking for this fight at the end of last year and they wanted to do it in perth Mm -hmm. but for me as the champion, for me to go to Perth, I lose a lot of money and obviously being a father and that sort of that aspect, it's sort of, I think I deserve the right to fight it in my hometown and earn, earn extra money the way I do with sponsors and all those sort of different aspects. So that's why we didn't get it done at the end of last year. We I wanted to get it done for the November card straight after the UFC, but that was too quick for a turnaround for Steven so i knew the fight's been on the radar for a while um i've been obviously been training a lot i took a little break in the end of december and early january i went out to japan for a couple of weeks so i got some mm. got some training in there as well so that was really good um and then i sort of got straight back i was back home a week and they pretty much they they hit me up and said yeah do you want to do it i said done straight away let's let's sit down and go over the go over the, the basics of the contract, and it was all easy. Easy work, signed it up, ready to go.
0: Yeah, makes sense, man. Especially that part about, you know, you're, you're, you're in your hometown, and sponsors are a, a, a vital aspect of a fighter's career. And, uh, yeah, you should get the money, make the most money you can for each fight.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, there's a big difference in fighting at home and fighting away for me. Um, obviously I've been fighting for a pretty long time so I've got a good fan base and I I sell a lot of tickets and a lot of tables and a a lot of sponsors that come along and purchase tables and pay me cash to fight so obviously fighting at home is a it's a a massive thing for me and and especially for my family and if you want to be a professional in this sport you gotta you gotta look at it that way Mm. Um, for me to go fight over in Perth it would just be the basic fight purse, show up fight and see you later so there's a massive difference for me to fight
0: here at home. Yeah, uh, you're you're dropping some knowledge for the the young guys coming up, right? Eventually, when they build yeah. a name, you know, they will they'll figure it out, you know, later on when they do have a, a following and everything that's going good for them. Now, your your fight, man, your uh, your title defense. You're facing Steve Erceg. Um He earned it, I I believe, in his last performance versus Paul Loga. Looking back at his fights, you know, what do you think about him?
1: um obviously steve's good he's um he's he's earned it and he's here for a reason so um yeah we're definitely not taking this fight light like i don't take any fight light um yeah he's earned it he's he's had a couple good wins in a row he's probably the only the only guy that deserves a shot right now on the australian side of the flyweight um scene. i've I've cleared out the division and then it's slowly these guys are just they're coming up through the ranks and Stevens put in some work and he's had some fights and he's had some good wins and I guess now it's his time to get his chance and yeah. I'll just go out there and I um, do what I do again and fight my fight and worry about me and how I perform and I'll get the job done
0: what do you think man what, what kind of performance are you expecting are you expecting something similar to like last time where you uh, work it and then just get that finish you know in the middle rounds
1: well, it's a five-rounder this time. Mm-hmm. So Eternal have changed it up a little bit to go on the, the same parameters of UFC and f- for Fight Pass and those those aspects of the game. So they've changed it up to a five-rounder. So, yeah, I don't know. The, the way I fight, I don't really change to my opponent. I like to fight exactly what's in front of me there at that second and what's happening in those transitions. And I like to fight exactly what's there. So... To tell you how it's going to go, it's hard to say, but I'm, I'll be ready for five rounds or I'll be ready to put him away however however, I need to. If there's an opportunity there, I'll take it. I'll put him away. If we need to trade combinations for five rounds and high pace and back and forth, we can do that as well. So,
0: Do you like that aspect that they changed it to five rounds? Or do you like the three-round championship fights?
1: Well... To me when we like you just said before, like the business aspect of it, I think mm-hmm. it's it's pretty silly, right? Because mm-hmm. they're not paying me no five rounds we're nearly at two fights. They're not paying me another fight's purse on top of what I usually get paid. Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, I think it's silly. Mm-hmm. Also I think it's silly because five rounds, that's a UFC headline event or title fight. And how how many guys are doing that? There's not very many. So In the big scheme of things, from the business perspective, I think it's a little bit weird and strange to be pushing this on fighters that I work 40 hours a week. If you're going to pay me as a professional athlete and there's good money there where I can take time off work, no worries. But I also like it because I like the high pressure, the high pace, Mm -hmm. and I think as the rounds go on, it helps me more. Mm so i do like that as well and i do like that when i get to the ufc i've already competed at five rounds
0: all right well man march 7th eternal mma 52 that's the
1: easiest way to say you're back
0: you're back yes and uh i'm excited to see you back in that cage man it's been too long man you're one of the guys one of the most exciting guys coming up in australia and you know the ufc uh rising i don't even know man like they need to wake up and and sign you man like after this fight
1: i was i was just in japan for the new year's eve risen card and i um one of the one of the combat guys jake uh Honey Bear, he fought on there and mm. i went now seeing the show it was awesome so um obviously the ufc is my goal that has been my goal since i started fighting and i've i started watching mm. fighting so that is where I want to go and no doubt about it. If I need to get some international fights and wins on under my belt before they take me, I'd love to go fight in Japan and on Risen because that's an epic show.